0: he's a comedian yeah he is? no not
1: joking welcome this day, hello welcome back to that josh james show with me stand-up comedian josh james as ever i'm joined by my right hand man top producer in the game the italian stallion Salvatore Bocconi. How are we doing, Big Sally? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm all right. I'm not too bad. It's, um, yeah, it's just January, isn't it? You know, January is uh, just one of them months. It? It's, a lot, yeah. it's a long
0: slog, you know. I mean, it might be February by the time this goes out. Actually.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Um, Hopefully, um, February's a little bit less depressing.
0: January feels like it's like fucking three months long, doesn't it? it just drags. January
1: feels long, man.
0: Just really drags. Uh, I just, yeah.
1: Yeah. It just, I keep just thinking, can I maybe go on holiday next year? Or, I mean, I've been away on ho- on holiday um, in January about three times. I went Dominican Republic. I went New York. Um, great time to get away. Nice. Great time to get away. Um, and I'm thinking maybe I'll do that next year just because i found this January really hard, to be honest. Mm. Just like, yeah, just not. I've got loads of good things to look forward to this year, but just like, yeah, just a bit like, fuck all this shit, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, I I imagine you're probably a bit more sleep deprived than you usually have been in the past.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, my son is just on one with a crying (laughs) at the moment. He was great, used to go through the night, but now he is on one what, how did he keep you up the other night what did you tell me earlier well I got him into bed because I'm a bit of a soft touch I'm like listen I quite like him lying in bed with me to be honest mm. like I know that oh, you've got to get him in the cot but I actually quite like him being there um, anyway he like he go, he lies all over the place in the bed and he, I didn't realise but his bum was like right up against my face and he just <laughs> fucking unloaded the biggest <laughs> fart <laughs> right in my face and i got up and i went <laughs> really mate really and just looked at me like yeah fucking eat that <laughs> so there you go yeah there's uh there's better ways to sleep in there mm.
0: uh but it's nice having him in a bed i bet like yeah yeah man. no it's nice but um
1: how's your january been anyway
0: yeah all right did you notice i was early today you was early was that the fucking first time i've ever Very been good. early yeah
1: you gotta get early to traffic
0: yeah i mean it's an Italian thing, I think. Just
1: being being late, being late. Yeah. Did you see that that um Italian mob boss in Sicily got caught? Yes. Oh yeah, I did actually see Cause it because he was on a documentary on Netflix about like he'd not been for, he's like the biggest mob boss in Sicily, not been caught for like thirty years. I'm thinking, how's this geezer like just able to knock about or whatever? But they caught him, didn't they? Yeah, I think he was the last in like a long list of. Mm. I
0: mean, there's obviously going to be other other guys amazing that, that he
1: could go that long uncult, you know well over there and he so had there was that when they went into his apartment or whatever there was all receipts to top restaurants mm. so he's he's still fucking living
0: life yeah, the thing is because it's so corrupt over there like everyone every probably every copper within like a five mile radius knew where he was and You know, it's just they're all just being looked after, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: mate, and just absolutely petrified.
0: Yeah, everyone gets their drink and everyone is, you know, knows to shut their mouth because. I've got a story actually. Go on.
1: And I've not told this story before (laughs) because it's fucking daft. I'm not going to give too many details, but uh, I was at a gig somewhere in East London, right? And I was doing the gig and I saw someone I recognised. Uh, and I was like, you all right, mate? How you doing? And then I see another guy. He was like, and he was with this guy who basically, I mean, I've got to be careful not to say too much, but um, his, his old man is a serious guy, basically. Like, it's it just, it's like knowing that his dad is, uh, he's pretty, pretty, you know what I mean? Heavy duty, basically. Yeah. And um, I clocked this guy. And I've, I've never I've never met him. And uh, he was with this other guy that said hello to me. He goes, oh, Josh, when you on? I was like, I'm on later. I was like, ah, oh, but everyone would have been gone then. And then one of his mates, the guy um, whose dad is like the serious guy, mm. he went, yeah, they would have, right? bit like, a bit like Cunty, you know, a bit like... um and I sort of made the association that um, that uh, obviously maybe there was one of my sketches or whatever that he weren't really keen on, right? <laughs> um, what like the the uh... not 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 like the the fucking heavy duty guy's son, but his mate, but he yeah. was in that group. But what sketch he's talking about? I don't know. I don't. I reckon maybe one of the football ones, right? right? Okay, because they seem like them sort of blokes, you know. Right, and I just went, oh yeah. And they walked off and then looked over and like this guy, this guy uh, was, um, was like looking at me with his mate and I had a fucking full on panic attack. (laughs) I'm thinking, and like, it's like completely, I mean, completely irrational, uh, but like telling like people, everyone's like, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, like I don't want to make out as if I've got a problem. I'm like, yeah, fine. Um, and then, uh, I, I, like, confided in someone. I'm like, mate, this is his situation. He's, and, like, he's like, mate, I, I think you're going to be all right. I don't think they're going to be, like, drive-by shooting a comedian. You <laughs> know what I mean? But I fucking had, yeah, I was like, I shit myself Do you really. reckon
0: you're just in your own head, though, about it? Like um, uh, A
1: little bit of that, but a little bit of, of, listen, like, there's certain people that just carry that sort of, uh, yeah. you know, Listen, there, there are guys that carry themselves around to be tough guys or whatever. and But then there are people that you know have got a serious reputation mm. that have had a serious life of living that life, basically. I feel like you can tell when
0: you look into someone's eyes whether they're like a fucking nasty piece of work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, well, You can sort of see whether they mean...
1: Yeah, I mean, with, with this other guy, there's been lots of stuff in the news about him. You know right. what I mean? So it's like... You know, he's pretty well, he's very legit, you know. Yeah. Um and yeah, my um my arse I well and truly fell out, to be honest. Comedian stabbed to death on stage and he's Well, I just picture coming out (laughs) and having a fucking like literally like a drive by Something like (laughs) like Boys in the Hood, you know what I mean? And then when I look back and I'm like, mate, I don't think they're gonna be wasting their time with a little fucking you know, trappy comedian. From...
0: Don't come making sketches around here again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, it was, a uh, yeah, yeah, it was an experience. That's for yeah. Sure. I don't think I've ever, well, I actually got into a
0: fight in Sicily once, Really? um, with some guys from like, I mean, there's such fucking village chat, like from like a few towns over. Mm. Like, so we were, <laughs> it was a fight in a bakery. Right. <laughs> Uh, so basically, like in my nan's village, we'd go out. How old were you? I was about 16, 17, mm. maybe around that age. Um, Good age for fighting. <laughs> yeah. Peak peak fighting age, I would say. <laughs> um, it's, it's probably when you're the most reckless, isn't it? Around that age, late teens. Um, so basically, in my nan's village, like there's like two bars one at the, the top of the village, one at the bottom. And you go out drinking till like in the summer, like the, the bar that the shuts, the bar shuts when the last people leave, basically. So sometimes we'd finish drinking at about four or five in the morning. And then we'd go down to uh, the bakery, which was just getting started for the day. So they'd have all like fresh pastries there, croissants, pizza and stuff like that. So, you know, you'd be tanked up, you go and get like a slice of pizza or whatever. And uh, we went Pizza that- in the morning, yeah? Well, this was like early out. It's like as if you sort of get oh, okay. yeah, a kebab yeah, yeah. or something yeah, at the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, night, okay. like. Um, but yeah, they're baking it all like fresh, literally just out the oven. Yeah. You know. um, so we go down there, and um, it's quite a big bakery, and we're in, and we're all a bit pissed, and we're sort of British Italian, so we're all on holiday visiting our family that live over there, and there's about four or five of us. Yeah, actually, I think there's there's three of us, and then like a few other lads, uh, for, who like live in the village. And uh, my mate, there was these guys and they'd come in and as and this is a really short guy. I mean, he must have been like five foot three, five foot four. Like he came in, and he barged me. I was in the sort of doorway and he barged me. And uh, I was just like, oh, no, whatever, you know, kind of ignored him. But you know, when you look at someone's eyes and they're, they're looking for yeah. trouble. You know what Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, looking yeah. for a terrible, like little s- wiry guy he was like spiky black hair. And he comes in and he's sort of like, he goes and orders he's with like about four mates his mates are like kind of a little bit bigger than him but they don't really look like h- hard geezers or anything but they j- they're they a little crew you know yeah 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 and then my mate comes in he doesn't speak a lick of Italian right, right. but he's like British Italian like sort of like got family over there and he comes in he's had a few drinks and he just comes in going oh yeah yeah that's not gonna go down well is it yeah that's not gonna go down well Um the geezer turns around and says something to him in italian and he does uh, he doesn't understand it and uh he just sort of like looks at him with like glazed expression and just starts like he's like, Oh, was like, like schools are like says sorry or whatever and the guy literally just bitch slaps him like. love that love a bitch slap <laughs> he just slapped him as hard as he could basically and then i was stood behind the guy that slapped him so i didn't wasn't really sure what to do. So I just grabbed him by the neck, like sort mm. of like, like put my arm around him and just started like smacking him and then it just like it just exploded. Yeah. And it, because like in the over there, like in the bakeries, they sell like bottles of beer and stuff like that. That and, was all getting dashed. And like the whole place was just getting trapped. It was just yeah. like a massive brawl. Like the guy who got slapped, his shirt was like ripped to pieces. He had blood all over his face. These guys like, yeah, they were just a massive. Terrible. It got to a point, you know, when like there's a fight's happening and like, Everyone sort of pauses for a second because people think if this carries on, someone's yeah, going to get Because yeah, yeah. And actually, one of the guys picked up one of these big like 750 milliliter glass beer bottles of Peroni or whatever and went to uh, went to like smack it on someone's head. And um, it got like taken out of his hand at the last minute. They jumped in their car and like scarpered off. But they were from like the next town over. But there was a bunch of guys from the village just all watching it. And afterwards, we were like, 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 you know, like, why didn't you jump in? They were like, well, you lot are fucking off back to England in like a week's time.
1: Yeah. We have to live it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, like, Listen, you, a bitch slap is a great way <laughs> to fucking own someone. I remember we were playing in sixth form. So I moved to a sixth form in Brentwood. Used to go to scoring Hornchurch. Moved to one in Brentwood, playing in a football team in sixth form. I used to play right back. And um, we played this school right out in Malden called Plume. Hmm. And they was uh, they were quite a good little football school, um, so he was right up for it. Anyway, they had this one trappy geezer who was like on the sideline who was like giving it all game. And I mean, I was I was you probably imagine like I used to fucking love it back then, just like <laughs> just giving it to people really. Yeah. Anyway, this geezer was in full school uniform. He kept him running his mouth. The ref turned. I literally, as a ref turned, I literally went up to him and went bang like that, and he froze. He went. He should have slapped me. And then, like, obviously, everyone heard it. The ref heard it, but didn't see it. couldn't do nothing. As the ref turned around, I just went, yeah, he got bitch slapped. And he was... uh And then everyone laughed. And I was like, that like literally shut him right up. Like, a bitch slap is, like, so embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, Because it's, it's not like... It's like, you got slapped like a
0: bitch. It's completely demeaning. It's, and
1: the one thing I'd say about your mate, I mean... I, he sort of warranted getting slapped there because him in going into an Italian bakery going, hey, oh, it's a bit like going into an Indian and going, an Indian and going, a ding, yeah, You know what I mean? I mean? If I went into an Indian and done that,
0: then listen, slap. listen I,
1: I'm probably going to get, I ain't going to get no mans, am I? You know what I mean? I'm going to yeah. get put in a coma. But- <laughs> So proud of himself for that one.
0: Literally looked like a child who's just like got a right question. I thought that right. just like that. I mean that's,
1: that's how good I am at this stuff. Just thought of that like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean he is it's still like technically Italian, but I get it doesn't help that doesn't didn't speak a word of it and you know it sounds like he's just taking the fucking piss really. Yeah. Um, um yeah, I I, w- I
1: would say but in it's, that it's situation, like as in he is British Italian. But it's a bit like I mean I'm from Essex, right? My I suppose Background, you know, you would say my family are from East London, right? But I still, even though that's sort of part, it's not the same. It's not the same. But as even though that's part of like my background, I'm never claiming that, right? I'm never claiming that, and I'd expect a slap if I went into fucking. You know, I don't know if I went to a West Ham game and started going to people, fucking apples and pears, you <laughs> you'd fit right then, in. <laughs> yeah, but I'd probably, I'd probably i probably. They wouldn't even question listen, it. Listen, <laughs> I'd definitely get fucking ironed out. You
0: know, irons, uh, irons. Um, yeah, no, I mean, look, but like uh, to use your like Indian analogy, yeah. So if I'm like, if I was a British Indian and I went into a curry house and started doing that, they'd probably think. You know, what a dickhead. But they'd also probably be like, oh, this guy's clearly like Indian as well. Maybe you should
1: I think it's the thing that you should know better. Than... You don't look Indian. No, but I'm saying what's what <laughs> what I wanna know is what in your opinion, what's the best minority in this country? What are the best ones? I mean What are we talking? Just like what overall? are your what are your fate who's your favourite minority in this country? Mm. I I've got for the record, I love I'm, I'm, you know I know I sound very Brexit I, I love all the minorities in this country and I like the fact that I think modern Britain is really is a good multicultural yeah, a nation in, so <laughs> no, but come and that's a it does no that's why I love it I would say my favourites are I love the black community
0: yeah but you can't just lump all black people in, in the same thing like you have to like be specific. No like, but I love them. Yeah but like you like Just black, love the culture. Black, black is like a like just like you need to be like
1: I would say be, black's talking are, about ethnicity at times black's is a minority. Like a mentality, isn't it really? I uh, if I would uh, I would say I've got a very black mentality. <laughs> you know, don't like the police.
0: <laughs> um, I, I would say to be more specific I like I, th- I think what uh, the who have brought Jamaica I would, I would say Jamaica like, okay. I mean like, in terms of like food music influence on culture influence on language Jamaican culture for such a small country yeah. has just influenced the world massively and it, not just this country but I mean this country in particular because obviously you know wind rush and like they uh, they had had uh, their roots influence this for, for like decades and decades but in terms of like you know, you think about all our best genres, like garage, grime, like all those things are born out of like Jamaican dance hall. Uh, do you think they are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, it's, all yeah, like, yeah. it's all like a, it's, it's all an extension of that. Like sound grime, I would say is one of our best
1: exports. Yeah. I Love mean, grime. Or drill, drill. Drills, drill's probably bigger than grime was. Well, drill's actually American originally. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because so I, I was watching something the other day on some drill, uh, drill artists from Italy yeah. Do you know the Spaghetti Mafia?
0: Yeah, R- Rondo Sosa. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he
1: does, Uh, what, how does it go? But he does that dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that's sick. But then I see him and he was like doing a gig and he had like his hair in cane rows. And I was like, yeah. ooh, get away with that in Italy. <laughs> I love all that. <laughs> I there. love all that fucking shit. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a cancellation, I think, <laughs> yeah. in the UK. Yeah, I but it. yeah, I, w- I would probably, okay, you know, Jamaicans, yeah. Although that said, I went to school with quite a few Cause there's a lot of Catholics in like Nigeria, Ghana. Mm, yeah. So I went to, I mean, there was a guy called Nick Fraser, right? In my year at school, who was just, oh, mate. <laughs> he played for like under 16 England rugby. He would, he was, I think he's, he was like Jamaican descent, like his grandparents. And he was, I mean, he was an unbelievable athlete, but then I had some mates from Nigeria, where their heritage, you know what I mean? Their backgrounds, like Nigerian and Ghanaian and, then, it, was, it is, yeah, they, they also brought, I would say, yeah, I would say they brought, you know, they brought a lot to the table. But yeah, Jamaica has been a I great... I mean, in terms
0: of like influence on British culture, I mean, I mean, you look at like, even just like the slang that we but speak. But then again,
1: you know, the Indians have brought a lot to British culture. Yeah. What with the, you know, bringing it back to the curries and that, you know. But um, I'd
0: say like, yeah, like, I mean i think like south asian food is like their their thing yeah i mean like that's that that's the the main kind of thing that that is their like cultural impact on this country but if you're talking all round i'd say cricket Cricket. yeah yeah. i mean technically england brought that over there yeah true forced it on them yeah but um but yeah i would say yeah like I like, I like I love Jamaican cuisine as well. You like Jamaican food?
1: Yeah, but I would say listen, Black community for me is it's just the Black community in general. <laughs> you know, I just uh, you know. Yeah, this week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Kettle Club. Kettle Club is one of the UK's best luxury watch dealers, stocking the finest timepieces in the country, from Roleys to Patik's to Cartiers. If you're thinking of treating yourself or a loved one with something special then you need to get onto Kettle Club. I know these guys personally, and not only do they run a fantastic business, but they're also genuinely great blokes. I've also bought uh, jewellery and watches off them in the past, so they are Josh James certified. Give them a follow on Instagram at kettle underscore club or check out their website, kettleclub.co.uk. You can also visit them in their Liverpool Street Store located just next to the Anders Hotel by Liverpool Street Station. Not only do they sell watches, they also buy part exchange and offer a polishing service. Listeners of That Josh James Show can receive 15% off of polishing services when you quote That Josh James Show on your inquiry. So if you want to make that kettle looking brand new again, get onto them. You get 15% off if you're a listener of this podcast. That offer is brand dependent. So guys, go check them out. And a big thanks to Kettle Club for joining the journey, joining the team, and for sponsoring the podcast. I just I find when I'm when I'm with a lot of the UTC boys and they're like like I feel like, like the other day I'd done a work in progress show me Babatunde, um, Bemi, Bemi, yeah, and they're both of of like Nigerian background, yeah. And they're like, and I turn up, I'm like, you right? Yeah, Bubba turn Yeah, yeah, Bambi, what's going on? And then they're doing like, they're having like banter, and like Nigerian banter. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't remember what it's saying. i love that. yeah, the fucking Nigerian banter. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, I your like, love Jalophoris. I feel well out of place. <laughs> but I'm like laughing along. And then I'm trying to ask him a little bit about Nigerian culture because I'm generally, as you know, I'm quite a curious person. Yeah. I'm generally interested. And I'm like, he goes like, there's loads of different, like, ethnicities like within Nigeria, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, is, is that what you call? And I stopped because I was like, oh, no, maybe I shouldn't call them tribes. And he goes, you want to say tribes? And I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, that's fine. That's what they are, tribes. And then Babatunde was like, oh, yeah, he's thinking tribes in his mind with like <laughs> spears and shit. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, well, yeah, I am, you know, but but obviously I'm trying to be careful with my language. <laughs> Because I'm thinking is that if I'm like, yeah, there's loads of tribes over there. As if like, is that going to be races? But they're like, there are loads of tribes over there.
0: I think uh, we should get a travelogue show. You and Baba Tunde going over to
1: Nigeria. Mate, I'd love to go to yeah. Africa. I'd love to go to Africa. The furthest well. I've been, the closest I've been to Africa is, well, Tenerife. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd love to go Africa. And I'm listening, obviously, as you know, I'm listening to Prince Harry's book at the moment. He's got a big thing for, 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 um, for Africa. Mm. Loves going there. loves going to Botswana. Yeah. So that's definitely on my list. One day. Um, this sounds like such a beautiful, beautiful place. So, yeah, just another reason why I love the Black community. To be honest. Yeah, we'll have to uh, have to get a trip sorted. I mean, um, I'd actually say probably people that have brought the least to this country it might. <laughs> you're wrong. You're gonna be wrong. I know what you're gonna say it
0: might well be the Italians. <laughs> what, what? What? So like just only the influence on. Pretty much, the only f- one of the only foods you eat,
1: <laughs> pizza, pizza, and yeah. pasta, pasta. Yeah.
0: Your diet would be fucked about us. Right? Yeah, true. <laughs> it would truly be fucked. Actually, that reminds me. We In did-
1: fact, when England go, like when Brits go, bro, we fucking bring nothing to the table, do nah. we? I would say, except from violence and <laughs> antisocial behaviour. What What do you
0: think England's best cultural export is uh, outside of like, um, yeah, outside of like, you know maybe TV, film, music. Because we're very good at that. I, I would say, you know, like, as as far as the arts go, like, I, I think, you know, the UK is up there with some of the best, making the best
1: art in the world. What would I say is our best export? Um, I mean, we do a good cup of tea. What would you say is the best British export? <sighs> I mean, football violence is... <laughs> Listen, we're up, we we was, we was, but we're not, I wouldn't say that we're not anymore, you know, like the Eastern Europeans, the Russians, they've just absolutely, I mean, if you look at, remember that, when we, when it was, was it the Euros or was it the World Cup in, in France and like it, it, my mate was there and he literally said it was like a load of blokes, Russians that were just trained fighters and then a load of like them who were just like. On the chisel all day. <laughs> Be like, come on, hit it. He goes, it was it was like. Yeah, they're wearing like Kevlar and bulletproof. Vest. Yeah. <laughs> he see like some guy who like give it to him who clearly weren't like a football thug, but just got caught up in all of it. Yeah. Just get absolutely ironed. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear.
0: I would say, honestly, uh, the best British export is um, our comedy, but it's more specifically our uh, our sense of humor and sarcasm yeah like no one takes the piss like the english i think i mm. think that's something we do quite we'd like like the brits do quite well is like taking the piss out of people that is something ingrained in british british culture like sarcasm irony you know when you ever met like an uh, like um an american person and tried to have like a little bit of like banner with them and it just goes straight over their head Like yeah. I talk, like that's happened to when i went traveling like we stayed on this farm in chile and there was quite a few Americans there, and me and my mates were just like taking the piss out of each other. And they were so confused at first. They were like, "You speak to your friends like that?" Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, that's that's how we speak to
1: our friends. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And after we, like we, a week, we basically put them down to a point of you know depression. Really, <laughs> like, really, you're not a mate of you're not you're not really a mate of someone if you don't can't say to a mate like. You know, yeah, you can't like really that one thing that they're really insecure about, if you don't really hone in on that <laughs> and 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 make sure they feel really bad about it, then are you really friends? Yeah, that's it. It comes through in the nicknames as well. Oh, oh you mean old big nose. Yeah, spaggy <laughs> <laughs> Old Spag ball over here. What nickname would you give me? Uh
0: don't don't think you're allowed to say it anymore. <laughs> what is it? Starts with an R. <laughs>
1: Oh, the R words. Yeah, fair enough. My mates would always take the piss out of me for having a, having a small cock. But I'm actually quite proud of that. What was
0: your, what was What, they gave you a nickname for it?
1: Well, no, no, they just like, I just, I mean, I used to get like, I used to be in my part, I used to just get naked a lot, you know. She just thought it was funny. I used to get naked and do kick-ups. Because I'm, I'm quite good at kick-ups. So I'm quite good luck with football. So I'd do that. Um just just anywhere I could get attention really. It's quite sad, but <laughs> uh, since becoming the dad, you like you yeah, I've I've you know stopped that. <laughs> Literally Look at me
0: guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> mate, there's loads of videos of me flying about with my cocket. It's just like <laughs> I often watch these programmes and I'm like, oh mate, if I ever got on like I'm a celeb or one of these <laughs> There's there's pictures, there's videos coming out of me doing kick ups. Well, do you reckon up. they're on your mates like phones and stuff? Oh mate, yeah. <laughs> Send my, them in if you. My got mate them. sent me one the other day. I was like, mate, how have you still got that? It's really worrying. Like, <laughs> they're waiting, aren't they? They're <sighs> it waiting. Is, it is what it is. They're waiting until
0: you sort of get your break and they're, sh- they're straight on the phone to the sun. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate,
1: yeah. Listen, that's. But I think people would come to expect that from me because. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not a not a family friendly comedian, am I? Really. So I feel like you want to be though. Well, no, I just, I just, I just, I'm just, I just,
0: you want to be Mr. Saturday night. I don't want to be Mr. Saturday <laughs> night. <do>. Fuck
1: off. <laughs> well, just because I tell, you, I tell you to take some things out of this podcast now no, and again. I,
0: I... <laughs> some things that could get us. Mate, I don't
1: think I'm going to be Mr. Saturday night. Of course I'm not. So the jokes I, I make. I
0: think, I think, I think like, I think you like the idea of being like, an all round uh entertainer for some Yeah, for but I'm, I'm, I'm not that. Old, and as you get older and as you, 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 you your your son grows up, I think you probably will like just naturally lean into that more and be more sort of
1: Yeah, but I I done BBC the other day. And I uh, done fighting talk on Radio 5 Live. Mm. And uh I'm making like some things some comment, like some jokes, or not even jokes, but just like things I say in everyday life that then they're like throwing out disclaimers for. And they do that quite a bit for me when yeah, I'm on that's BBC. The BBC though, like when I it? go, you know, I made this point about Seth Blatter and FIFA and I was like, FIFA was corrupt or is corrupt from top to bottom. And they're like, well, I'm sure the cleaners <laughs> and the canteen staff would have something to say about that. And I'm like, well, yeah, obviously fucking not them. <laughs> You know what I mean? What are they going to do to be corrupt? You know, like dash a couple of sausages under the table. Ego set. I'm not supposed to give you these, but ego, mate. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then there was this like BBC presenter on there, you know, just someone you could tell was just like proper looking down on you. Yeah. And making comments, and like I was super nice to him. I was super nice to him, and I, I, I think it's just part and parcel. I've, I've just got to expect it. But he made, I made a comment about, um. A guy made this comment, there's this this marathon, right, where people run an hour, and a mile in this tunnel and a mile back and they do it for 200 miles and it's like mad endurance and like can send people crazy. And I was like, oh, that's pretty much what like Tom Moore done in his garden. Just went up and down the garden. (laughs) Like a few of them laughed, and then this one BBC presenter was like, mm, has anyone ever been cancelled on this show? And I looked at him like <laughs> oh, I looked cock. at him like, I hey, made fucking drop me out. Come what, on. What was his name? And then, I'm not gonna say, but then he made he made a, a point about like if this is the if this is the answer, what's the question? And he it was like, I can't remember what the answer was. But it was like, uh, where do you know, how many Millwall fans are in prison or something like this. And I was like, I'm going to... And I went, oh, mate, you're a brave man. You're a brave man. <laughs> And he started to get in his head. And even after, because he'd been a bit of an arsehole to me, I was like, come on, mate, you're, you're brave for the old Millwall thing, yeah? <laughs> he was like, yeah, blah, yeah, like blah, blah. And I was like, I, was like yeah, I know a couple of Millwall boys. I was like, they're not going to be happy about that. I was, like, what? I was like, where are you commentating later? I was like, oh, they should be all right. I'll have a word with them. It's all good. <laughs> But just trying to make him feel a bit insecure. So I thought it was, I just thought it was really unnecessary, you know. Like I feel uncomfortable at the best of times when we're in BBC because I get proper imposter syndrome. So I'm thinking I, honestly, you know, I look around to these people and I'm a bit like I I'm I'm very much a fish out of water here. You know, I'm not I'm not in the BBC mould. Yeah. I, I feel very fortunate that they've asked me to go on that programme. Colin Murray, who runs the show, is an absolute legend. He really likes me, you know. They really took to me straight away. Um and I think they just find me funny, really. But it uh, still me. I don't know if it's because it's the BBC or whatever. I still feel, feel very insecure to be on there. I, I think look, it's it's an institution
0: that has a sort of like, especially with the talent, and like has a lean towards like middle class, kind of liberal, kind of attitude and sentiments. And I think in that certain, in that in that like specific situation, he's probably thinking a little bit about covering his own ass. Like you know, he's like you're coming out with stuff that's like maybe slightly edgy or controversial. So thinking, this geezer's making my fucking job harder now because they have to caveat everything. It all has to be about balance. It all has to be about like, mm. well, we can't actually say that because, you know, yeah, no, fair they're enough. not I here understand. to defend themselves, but
1: it did sound like, yeah, he just didn't like it. You. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he, he just didn't like me. I, I could, I could tell that. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, listen, I just feel fortunate I'm doing something on the BBC when really I'm more of an ITV2 guy, and I, really? But, you know,
0: it's interesting because Mo, actually, I remember Mo Gilligan once told me a story about him going on a radio show and being treated a similar way, really, when he first started out and by a person who he now works with on a regular basis. I won't like out them or whatever. But he, he, he said in one particular instance, this celebrity is quite big was like a little bit like curt with him and just sort of like had no time for him and just basically kind of like looked down on him a little yeah. bit in that certain situation. Now, obviously he's like, like rubbing shoulders with- like Oh, and he's probably right on Mo's ass now. Well, exactly, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So like, and I, I think like there's a little bit of a, I think some people get a little bit intimidated because they're like, oh, maybe not that in, in your situation, but especially like when you're working with people who are bigger than you, they're like, who's this new guy? And you know, you see maybe it's a yeah. Little bit, I mean, uh, my subpar-
1: personal thing is as well. I think with a presenter, it's like you actually ain't got a talent of you really. You're just presenting. <laughs> but you, <laughs> <laughs> like these guys, I'd look at his stuff, and I'm like, to be fair, mate, anyone could do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, anyone could do that. I mean, just wait. I mean, that's said Colin it. Murray is <laughs> shit hot, man. He's great at what he does and I look at him, and I think I can do what you, you do. instantly regretted but, what you but, said. But you no, know, I looked at what the other guy was doing and I was like, Yeah, I mean yeah I think presenting is a
0: skill. I think presenting is like yeah. you know, it's it's a it's a Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> Yeah Yeah, uh, No, no, it
1: is that nah, it is it's really hard, like, you know, reading reading I mean it's fucking hard for you to read. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 um, no, I don't, I actually quite liked the guy, um, but I could just, listen, I, I'm not someone who holds sort of grudges and resentment, yeah. so it's, seems like it, it's, no, but that's, <laughs> nah, that's nah, on nah, him, yeah. in it, really, but, um, yeah. you know, uh, I I, tr- I tried to overdo it in terms of over being nice, so hopefully, yeah. you know, he left thinking, actually, well, it sounds like you were funny on it, you know, yeah, well, I won it, oh, you, uh, I did oh, win it, it, was it a competition, yeah. yeah, fight and talk, it's like, you make points, and, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just—I don't try and win it. I just try and go with a funny angle. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and I won it on this occasion, which was which was cool. Um, back there on the 18th of March as well. By the way, if you want to tune in.
0: Okay, I think we've got time for one question before we finish up. And this one this week is from. the Question is actually from a friend of mine, uh, my mate Mac, who's uh, up in Bristol. He's a big fan of the show. Listens to the, every episode. It's good, good, to, good to hear from you, Big Mac. And he says, uh, how much money would we need to raise to see Josh eat a plate of vegetables? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, whole plate. a Whole plate. A whole plate.
1: Uh, salad or veg or veg? I mean, just, I guess any veg, really. The thing is, though, is if you got this together, you'd put some raw veg on there. It'd be like Bush took a trial for me raw veg. No, which is like I I I tell you what, I'd saute some do you eat mushrooms? I would say if you can raise a thousand pounds for my favourite charity, the J E Free Foundation. Yeah. Um, which um is a Justin Edinburgh yep. Free Foundation. Um basically raising sort of awareness about cardiac arrest and and also getting defibrillators um you know kitted out in different gyms and, and different sporting places. If you can raise a thousand pounds between you then I would eat a full plate of veg. I mean, I'd would be sick. I'd hundred percent know I'd be sick. But if you can do that, then I would do it. I'm gonna get this stuff. I'm gonna do this. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a kickstart. I don't think I don't think you'll get a grand together. I don't. I
0: reckon that that's like, I mean, all we need is uh, like just get most of our listeners to chuck in like a quid or something. Done. Mm. And I think people would happily say pay a pound to watch you struggle to eat some fucking lettuce. <laughs> Is
1: lettuce a veg? <laughs> I thought ledge. I thought but lettuce was a salad. Salad is comprised of vegetables. That oh, was it. Okay. All right. You I mean, know lettuce is
0: a vegetable. No, I thought it was a
1: salad. Salad isn't. A, I thought sa- I thought there's vegetables, and then I thought there was salad. I thought there's two different things. Salads are made of vegetables. Okay. I can't believe I'm having to fucking explain vegetables. Cool. <laughs> Listen, get your, get a grand together, and I'll 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 think about it. <laughs>
0: No, you've committed. It's, it's it's uh it's nailed on now. You've said that we're gonna get the Kickstarter going some point this year. Um, <clears throat>
1: okay, I think that's I think that's us done for this week. Lovely guys, thank you for listening to another episode of that Josh James Show. As ever, you know what to do. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Anyone that will listen, tell them about this podcast you listen to. Tell them about how much fun you have listening to it, and and how much laughs and good feelings. That it gives you throughout the week. If you can also write us, um, rate us. Sorry, five stars on Spotify. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Leave us a nice review. Can you just follow us
0: on our new social media pages? Oh, yeah. Now we've got an Instagram for that Josh James Show at that Josh James Show. We've Ooh. got a TikTok for that Josh James Show. For at all that you pedophiles Josh James and
1: show. children. We have, yeah,
0: so new new Instagram, new TikTok for at or both at that Josh James show. There'll be more clips than you're used to um, on there. There'll be, we'll be posting stuff that's exclusive to, you know, like the hardcore listeners. There'll be more sort of interactive stuff where we reach out to you guys. If you want to submit like questions, if you want to submit things for That's a Liberty, stuff's been pissing you off recently, and you want us to talk about it on the podcast, just DM us on that page. Um, And yeah, and we'll let you know about live shows and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you all next week.